welcome to the Miracles and Wellness Podcast. My name is Clarissa Booker and I'm your life and wellness coach and also a beauty expert. I am so happy and grateful that you are here. We'll be discussing all things health and wellness, feeling empowered and loving yourself more while connecting your mind, body and spirit. Always know that you can manifest whatever you desire for your greater well-being in your life because I believe that miracles are for everyone. Hello, everyone. Hope you've been having a wonderful week. So today we're going to talk about some ways to form some good habits, okay? Because habits are and behaviors are how you are going to have your transformation stick, right? So whether you want to eat more healthy, adjust your weight that's good for your body, have more mindfulness into your day, just whatever you want to accomplish, right? We want to work on forming better habits so it turns into a behavior. So that just happens subconsciously. And don't think that you have to just like make all these changes at once and just feel overwhelmed or anything. Just tiny changes every day will help get you there. I know sometimes we like, we want to do all the things when you do this and that. And then we just start, we just be like, oh no, oh no. And then you just like stop and pause because you have too much on your plate, right? It'll just be a repetition of everything. So just like going to the gym one day is not going to have you lose 10 pounds. You have to do it every day. And it's just, you don't notice it, but your body is acquiring the changes it needs to go through the transformation. Just like if you eat a whole pizza, one day, you won't notice it. But if you eat a pizza every single day for 30 days, you're going to see something different in the mirror. One day, you're going to be like, oh no, what happened here? Okay? So just have patience with yourself and confidence in yourself that it's going to manifest. Okay? So just focus on the current plan, whatever you have laid out, and just keep going. So your habits are automatically built in. So there'll be like a cue or like a trigger. And then it'll go into like a craving. So you'll be trying to have a change in your state of what's going on with you right then. And then you have an action. So, and then you want like a reward. You know, you ever feel like pumped up, you know, whenever like, like saying you're in a competition and you want that reward, it feels good, doesn't it? You know it does because you, you want that trophy. <laughs> and so... Like an example, like drinking coffee. Like I like to have coffee in the morning, but I love my tea. But I do like to have a little coffee in the morning. So I wake up and that's like my trigger, right? And I'm just like, sometimes I don't even really need it. I'll, I'll just, I think I just like the taste of it. I'm just used to it because I'll still have energy sometimes, depending on the day. And I'll have a trigger, then I'll be like a craving, and then I'll feel like, what am I going to do when I go? Get up. I'm going to go into the kitchen, have my coffee. And so my response is, I'm going to drag myself out of bed. And then my reward is feeling alert after I get the coffee. And that's a habit that's built in. And then sometimes I have smoothies. But even if I have a smoothie, sometimes I just feel like I just want a couple of sips. And it just, it just, it just does something. It gives me that reward, that little pick-me-up. So you can think about it as like certain stimuli. It prompts that habitual habit. So with me waking up, it's built in that I want the coffee. I don't know if that's probably the best example because I, I mean, it's coffee is good in moderation. Just don't overdo it. But you can also use that stimuli to change your habits, right? So like changing your surroundings and your general environments to encourage better habits. So for example, 
like rearranging things. So let's say you want to drink more water. You, simple, right? Remove the soda. Let's say you like soda pop. So you remove the soda away from where you normally go. Like say, say somebody else in your house drinks soda in your home, but you specifically want to increase your water intake. So for instance, you can remove the soda and put it somewhere out of sight, like maybe in a cabinet somewhere. And you replace water in more convenient areas, like maybe next to your bed, maybe on a desk, maybe put the soda, I mean, take the soda away and put the water in the refrigerator. So that it's more in your sight. It's more convenient. So you wind up reaching for that in place of the soda. So then naturally, you will start drinking more water. And then on top of that, it's going to trigger other healthy habits. Okay? Just the same thing with like healthy snacks. So you just leave snacks, something healthy, like out on the counter. Like if you want to eat more fruit per se, have some fruit left out and just like get rid of the candy. Okay? Get rid of the sugar like candy sugar and replace it with something more of a natural sweetener. I mean, fruit is like nature's candy. Think of it that way. And even if you're not used to eating it, then if you kind of do a cleanse, an elimination diet per se, then you will reset your palate. And the, the fruit will actually be really sweet when you think about it. Just if you're not used to it, it won't be in the beginning. Another way to strengthen your triggers and your cues is to use what they call implementation intentions. So instead of being like really vague, just try being more specific with what you want to accomplish. Instead of saying like, I'm just going to eat better. You know, you can be something more specific. I am going to eat kale or green vegetables three times a week for lunch. You don't have to be go over the top with it just so you don't feel overwhelmed. Just do something simple. Or I want to run more. Instead of saying I want to run more, it's like on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm going to run for 20 minutes. Okay? And then that'll help get you started. Because a lot of times once you get started, then you keep it up. So I'm going to run Monday, Wednesday, and Friday two miles or for 20 minutes, something like that. So you have something set in stone instead of just being very general about it because then you might just like kind of brush it off or just not take it too seriously. You also can link a habit to something desirable, something that you like doing. So for example, let's say there's a show you like on Netflix that you want to watch or just a TV show or just something. Now only allow yourself to watch it like when you are doing something, like if you want to cook better, not better, but more healthy, then only let yourself watch that show when you're cooking your dinner, you know, so you're taking 30 minutes to prep your meal and to cook everything. And that's when you put the show on. So then that makes it, you know, a little bit more enjoyable for you because you're doing something you enjoy doing and you're linking it together. So then it becomes, you know, something fun for you. I mean, because I don't think anybody wants to do something that they don't enjoy. So if you have a bad memory attached to something, like something happened to you when you were younger and you like this comes up all the time, it's time for you to do something then you're just going to want to run from it, right? So just trying to find something joyous that you desire and put it whatever the habit is that you're trying to form. And try to make things easy and simple. So if you want to cook more, for instance, just try meal prepping, just taking one or two days a week and just getting all the things together so you can prepare your meal. 
So as we were saying a moment ago that you're going to try to cook more, okay? So you decide that you want to cook more the three days a week. And so it's good for you to go ahead and buy all the groceries that you need and to sit there and do a meal prep day. And so you'll have everything prepared and ready to go so that all you got to do is just go in your refrigerator and get everything you need. Or if you want to start meditating more, you lay your yoga mat out, your meditation pillow, you put it out so that it's there and it's visible and it's ready. So it's just, it's one less step that you have to do. And the undesirable habit that you want to change, make that a little bit harder to attain. So you can like unplug the TV, take the batteries out, just move the remote somewhere where it'll be a little harder for you to reach to where it won't be in such easier access. So the remote's over there and the sneakers are right here. So you can put your shoes on and go for the run, but you have to search more or go to the other room to get to, to get the remote. So it's just easier for you to be like, okay, let me just go ahead and get this done. Let me go put these shoes on and go run outside and do what I need to do and do the thing, okay? Now there's also another way called the two-minute rule. You know, Mel Robbins has the five-minute rule where you have five minutes to go take action. In Atomic Habits, they talk about the two-minute rule. It's supposed to be a way to make anything you're doing more manageable. So any activity can turn into a habit if you can manage it in two minutes. So it makes it simple and quick and you don't feel stressed out about two minutes, right? So basically keep it simple. So if you want to read more as a way to relax and wind down, instead of telling yourself you're going to read like a whole book or maybe like read, or maybe we'll just say, you say you want to read every day for a week, right? Instead of be like, I'm just going to read two pages. Easy. You're not going to feel like, oh my God, I got to do all these things. And now I got to now tell myself, I'm going to go read this whole book. Just be like, I'm going to read two pages. And you could do that, right? It's more manageable for you to do. It takes you a couple of minutes. And then you might find that when you're sitting there and you're doing it, you get relaxed and you're comfortable. You just get in the flow, right? You just get in that flow and you just keep reading. Simple, two minutes. Like, look, I meditate now, right? But in the beginning, it was so hard for me. So hard. I could not sit there for all this time and just sit still, quiet my mind, because my mind be like busy, okay? I be having like all the things on my brain. It's be going, going, going. So I so I had to do that. I had to give myself, I'd be like, look, I'm just going to sit here for five minutes. This is what I'm going to do. I had to tell myself that and try to do like the breathing and the things like that just to get me in the mood. And I found out, you know, as I sat there and I allowed myself to be more relaxed and just to take the pressure off so I'm like, I'm not Deepak, okay? <laughs> I'm not gonna, I can't sit here for an hour. So I just sat there and I just made it more easy for myself. And it's like, I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna meditate for five minutes. This is what I'm gonna do. And when I allowed myself that and took the stress off, it was easier for me, okay? And I would sit there and I would do it. Then I would just start feeling so relaxed and I would start getting into it. Then I allowed myself to, I naturally wanted to just be there longer. All right. And some days in the beginning, I just did five minutes or sometimes your time is just strapped and that's all you have. And that's okay. So give yourself that little bit. You, you know, you take the pressure off of yourself, you know, and then whatever this habit is that you're working towards, like for this particular one, my meditation, it allowed me to 
start enjoying it more. You ever notice that when you put stress on yourself, when you put uh, something like a timestamp on yourself, you, you start, it, it makes it harder for you to accomplish it because you, cause you're just putting all this extra emphasis and sometimes it just makes it worse. So when you get yourself those two minutes, it's easier to form a habit out of it, right? Or if you want to go to the gym or work out more, when you get home, switch out of your work clothes. Well, you might be working at home now, you know, so put on your gym attire, whatever it is. I love me some leggings, you know, so go put some leggings on, ladies, you know, just do what you got to do. It'll help put you in that feel. Go buy some new stuff, right? If you want to work out, be like, and then you just be like, yes, I look cute, right? And it just gets you in the mood, right? And you start, we wanted to go to the gym. So you took that two minute action of putting on your gym clothes. Now you're ready to go. It's that first step. Another way you can help form new habits is to make it satisfying. Because you might not see the return until later, right? I mean, this can go positive or negatively. Like if you smoke, you might not have lung cancer today, but you might have it later. So it could be good or bad. So if you want to lose weight, if you work out today, you're not going to lose the weight today. It's going to happen in the future. So you can try to give yourself like a reward during the process, like going back to the cooking. Let's say you're doing the cooking more so you can eat more healthy. And you normally used to go out all the time. Say you did like the happy hour thing and the bar food or whatever. And so you can sit there and tell yourself on those three days when I'm going to be cooking at home instead of going out to dinner, I'm going to reward myself by putting $50, $60 in the bank. And you could use that and you could be like, this is for new clothes for when I drop down to the size that I want to be, my goal in my head, that I'm trying to lose 10 pounds. So now you have a reward system for yourself to make it satisfying that whenever you do reach your goal weight, you have a reward waiting for you so you can take all the money out and go buy the clothes, you know, because you're going to be feeling good and you're going to be feeling extra confident and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I look so good. And you're just going to go shopping about all the things. And it's going to feel so good, right? Because it'll, it'll give you something to look forward to because you won't be able to see results every day. I mean, it might take you six weeks to look in the mirror and notice that other people will see it, but you might not. And you don't want to get down on yourself because you don't want to go down a spiral and think it's not working. And it is. It's just tiny steps every day to see that change. It's a transformation. It is a lifestyle transformation. So just doing those little things, it'll help you. And it'll feel good putting it in the account like, boom. Okay, because we want to make all this experience as positive as we can, as happy as we can, as many, as many feel-good experiences we can get out of it. It makes it easier to do, right? You can also write your habits down and cross them off as you do them, like a goals list, a to-do list, right? So be like, I want to work out today, cook, cook this today, and just write it down and cross it off. And you could like do that and then you'll be like, it's like a checklist, right? When you have like a contract with yourself too. Some people this works really well with. Let's say you have a spouse or significant other of some sort. And you could tell them what you want to do. Like I want to meditate more and you can have them hold you accountable for it. Like you could say, hey, I want to meditate five minutes a day. 
and I want you to hold me accountable for it. And if I don't, then I give you such and such, you know, I'll cook for you or I will do this and that for you. And that can be fun having somebody on the journey with you. And you should know why you're doing this, okay? And that will definitely help you get there and form a habit, right? What is your why? Why do you want to accomplish this? Do you want to reverse diabetes? Are you worried about heart disease? Living longer for your family and yourself because you're cherished. Having a motivating factor with whatever you want to accomplish is real important. It's one of the top things will help you form the habits, right? Because we want to live for ourselves. We want to live for our loved ones. So along with writing down what habits you want to form, write down why you want to do this, why you are taking these steps to form these habits for this new lifestyle that you want to accomplish. Because they will manifest once you do the work and put it out there, okay? Give it to the universe and ask for strength and you will get it. Everybody's habits and behaviors are different. You just have to sit there and figure out what's important to you and where you need to go with your life. Because I believe that you can have whatever it is that you want. You just have to be willing to do the work. Give it to the universe, but be ready to take action to do what you need to do. Because you can't really say you want to do something and we'll ask for better health, but just sit back and not change anything. Okay? And whenever you're ready and you like some support and accountability, please feel free to reach out to me. You can send me a direct message on Instagram or you can send me an email. I'm here for you. Okay? I would love to accompany you on a journey. Just make sure you believe in yourself. Have confidence in yourself and whatever it is that you desire. Okay? Just always remember that. Okay, until next time. The July My Mommy Show. Leave her review. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for coming by. And if you enjoyed the show, I would love for you to head over to iTunes, subscribe, share, and leave a written review at Miracles and Wellness. I would love to know your thoughts and what you would like for me to talk about next. Also, let's connect on Instagram at Clarissa D. Booker. Until next time, love and light.